0: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills.
1: There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
2: Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at Fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risks, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC.
3: Did you guys know you're supposed to brush your teeth twice a day and you're supposed to floss? I went to the dentist the other day, they gave me something called a water pick. Do you guys know what that is? They told me if I don't use it, I'm going to get some sort of gum disease, and I still haven't used it. I know, it takes up so much time, flossing and brushing your teeth, and... God, fuck. You go to the dentist, and they're like, alright, here's why your teeth are all fucked up, and you have to do these things that are going to take a half hour. It's going to take a half hour in the morning and at night. And then you go, you try to pay your taxes, and they say says something's wrong. That doesn't work. And then you go to the knee doctor, and your knee is fucked up. And then you get a text from someone. It's like five paragraphs long. And so you have to also write five paragraphs. Or else it looks like you're snubbing them. And you're just like, fuck this. I'm going to go play Super Mario 64. All right. Uh, let's take calls.
4: We get goes on the
5: line. Taking your phone calls every night.
6: He's not
3: really an expert. All from. Baloney. Baloney? Hey, what's up? Did you brush your teeth this morning? No, I didn't. Why not? Did you? Why didn't you brush your teeth this morning? I never do. You never brush your teeth? Hardly ever. It's been years. Are you okay? Are the d- the d- d- decaying? Oh yeah, they're pretty bad. Is they're that totally does that bother teeth. you? Say what? Does that bother you? Yeah,
7: a little bit. Like I'll probably go get them fixed eventually, but
3: I just haven't uh haven't done it yet. You know what I find interesting about this is that. Imagine two types of guys. Uh, there's one who doesn't brush, who just never brushes their teeth, hasn't brushed their teeth in years, but it's kind of like, eh, I'll get it fixed later. Uh, versus a person who obsessively, compulsively brushes their teeth twice a day, floss, mouthwash, the whole gambit, but is consistently is but does so because they're just so worried, they have so much stress about having perfect teeth. They want it so badly. They're so scared. Which person is doing better? The one that uh, has the thing but is so worried about losing it or the one that doesn't have it but doesn't even seem to want it? I don't
7: know Which that's the better a really way to question. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't really worry about things. I don't have a lot of stress. But... uh I mean, I don't really take care of myself, so I'm probably not going to live that long. So I enjoy the time that I have. You sound amazing. How how old are you now? Uh, 38. That 38? That's pretty good. I mean, yeah, for hardly ever brushing my teeth, yeah, not
3: too bad. All right, we were talking about this earlier. You know, I was trying to meet someone who who lived pretty long, but without having good dental hygiene. You lived pretty long. You have no stress. You have nothing stresses you out. Well, I mean, I have stress. I mean, like I have, you know.
7: Work issues and things, you know, relationship issues, things that everybody has, but I, I just try not to
3: bother me. Have you ever been in love?
7: Well, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm married, so I mean, I should probably say, yeah. But uh, <laughs> I
3: mean Are you not sure whether or not you love your wife? I mean, what is love, really? I think that's up for the each individual to decide on their own.
7: Yeah.
3: What do you think the answer to that question is? Uh,
7: have I ever been in love? What do I think the answer is? I no,
3: don't know. I mean, I don't the really answer know what love is to it. what is love. What
7: is love? What
3: is, love? Uh, is this something you've thought about that much, even? A
7: little bit. Not, really, not a whole lot. Um Uh, Chocolate's pretty close, I think. Mm. Uh, But,
3: uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you think your wife loves you?
7: Not really. Nah. I mean, she tolerates me. Uh, You know, it's kind of a symbiotic relationship, I guess.
3: Mm. But does she love me? Like,
7: maybe? I don't know.
3: Why do you think she doesn't love you? Mm, She's just kind of mean. She's mean to
7: you? She's mean to everybody, not just me. She's just kind of a mean person.
3: Can I get like a concrete example of your wife being mean? Like a situation of some kind in which she was mean? Uh, Even if it's I a small mean, one.
7: It's, it's, it's little things. Like she'll, uh, you know, move my stuff. Like I'll, I'll have something in a certain place and, you know, she, maybe she doesn't like it there, so she'll put it somewhere else. Then I got to go find it. You know, little mm.
3: things like that. And she does so intentionally just to make your life harder?
7: I think so. I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe she really doesn't want anything on the counter. Maybe she's, like, uh, compulsive about that. But, I mean, no.
3: mm. it's annoying, you know. That doesn't sound so much mean as it does, like, she's trying to clean the common spaces of your house.
7: Well, I mean, okay, let's talk about, like, your bathroom, for instance. Like, do you have a perfectly empty counter next to your sink, except for, like, maybe a soap bottle and your toothbrush? No.
3: Well, well I mean, that's just—it seems like part of the just the the— Difficulties of having a shared space with someone, unless so like a marital thing.
7: Well, the thing is, this is kind of like, um, not necessarily my own private bathroom, but it's like the bathroom attached to my office and nobody else really uses it. Mm. Uh, so, it's kind of like my personal space, not really so much hers. Do you have a kid? At least that's the way I feel. Oh yeah, I've had several kids.
3: How many kids? Three, four why did you have to think about how many kids you have are you having trouble
7: uh, well it depends like not all of them are mine biologically but there
3: are four people I would consider my children okay that's what matters um do you love them
7: I do love my kids yeah I think and, and maybe I don't know maybe I
3: wasn't really thinking
7: about them when you asked the question earlier maybe that's a different kind of love that I wasn't really associating with
3: No, you know, the love yeah, I actually totally think that's a different kind of love. Like when I think about, well, I've thought about this personally in a long time. I'm like, I could see myself like if I had a if I had a child, I could see myself really loving a child. I could understand that kind of love, but romantic love is a bit trickier. It feels like it's a whole another category.
7: I mean, it's uh, there's other things to consider. You know, it's uh, you know there's you know, sexual relationships, do you really love them or do you just want to have sex with them? Like, you know, um, Absolutely. that can be hard to figure out. But, you know, with with kids, like for me, at least, like the moment they're born, like I wasn't sure, like before my kids were born and this is the same like for each kid. Um, well, especially most, especially the first one. But before they're born, like I don't I mean, I, I don't know this person. They're not born yet. So am I going to love them when they come out? And I didn't know the answer to that until the first one came out I'm like this is a new person i love this person like i'll do mm-hmm. anything for this person mm-hmm. and uh know, yeah, i feel that way about all my kids i think i would do anything for them maybe that's what love is being in that position where you would do anything including giving your life for them mm-hmm. did i answer your oh. question i might have i forget things sometimes and I'll go off and tension. Mm.
3: yeah uh, It is interesting, you know, I mean, I don't have a wife or have kids, but I I can imagine that that those are two very different kinds of love. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Why do you stay with your wife if you don't love her and if she's mean to you? Uh, Because my teeth are fucked up and
7: no one else will be with me.
3: Does that bother you?
7: No, not really, because uh, I'm kind of like, I don't really care about relationship like anymore. Uh, like, I still, like, would like to have, like, a active, like, sexual relationship, and we do, we, I do have that with my wife, it's not like all the time, but, you know, it's, it's, it is there, uh, so, like, I'm not really, like, interested in getting in with anybody else, uh, I, I wouldn't really cheat on my wife, even if, you know, I could, but. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's more convenience, I guess. Like we've been married. We've been, we haven't really been married that long, but we've been together a very long time and, uh, you know, we have you know, four kids together, so I don't really want to put them through some of the same situations that I went through when I was a kid uh, with a single mom and all that. So, uh, and, you know, random dudes coming in and out of the house, you know, I don't want to put them in that situation. So at least trying to keep things stable and
3: together. Uh, as long as they're still with us. Yeah, you don't seem like a guy who doesn't care about anything. You seem like you care a lot about your kids, yeah. at least.
7: Yeah, I mean, I do care about my kids. Uh, I just Maybe I don't really care about myself as much as I should, but I do care about my kids.
3: Do you feel like you should care more about yourself?
7: Probably, yeah, for their sake. But, I mean, I think it's... uh. I know you're not a real therapist. I know you're not qualified to give any advice. I'm not looking for that. But I think it probably is, uh, you know, mental health issues, things like that. I probably should go see a real therapist. But, again, like, uh, you know, depression and anxiety and things like that, keep it make it difficult uh, to even go out and seek
3: that kind of help you need sometimes. I've heard that uh, having kids helps with that a little bit at least at least in like giving you something outside of yourself to care about so like if you don't care about yourself at least you care about something you have some purpose
7: yeah I mean at the same time like I feel like I don't necessarily want to be defined by that either like I would rather- understandable uh, be more than you know I mean I, I try to be a good dad but that's like not all that I am it's not what I, the only thing I want to be remembered for um, but then like at the same time I'm like do I even want to be remembered I don't know
3: do you have ideas of things that you would want to be you know you say you don't want to define yourself just by your kids do you have other things that you would like to be defined by
7: uh, I don't know see there's kind of like a lot of things I'm into I never found like one specific thing that I really liked you know uh I guess I never really figured out who I wanted to be like I see you like you you therapy gecko you can go on the internet and talk to people just up in a gecko so that's that's really awesome I love that I think that's cool that you found something that you can be maybe uh you don't want to be re- remembered that forever um maybe you would rather be preferred as while. Well. I don't know but uh I, I have no idea. Like, there's so many options, and I I couldn't even pick one, or even if I did, I don't know if I'd have the courage to actually like follow through and do it. Hmm.
3: Yeah, dude, I actually, I mean, you know, if you're bringing me into it a little bit, you know, I, uh, yeah, I think I'd like to be, you know, doing more than just being a gecko. I like being a gecko. Maybe it's in a similar way of like, you know, you want to be more than just your kids, but you of course love your kids.
7: Yeah, I mean, I guess you could probably consider like Therapy Gecko, like that's your baby, right? Do you love Therapy Gecko?
3: I I actually think of Therapy Gecko like he's my boyfriend.
7: (laughs) That's good. We didn't answer the question of do you love Therapy Gecko?
3: Like as a child, in any way, I don't
7: know whatever whatever you whatever love means to you. How do you feel about therapy gecko?
3: Oh man, I don't know if. Well, you know, I also uh, I don't really have a similar uh, I don't really have a definition of love either. I don't know if I believe in love. Well, like I was saying, like the romantic love. I don't know, but I could love a child. I think not. You know, I could love my child. Yeah.
7: Well, yeah, that's uh, something you just don't really know until you experience it yourself, I think.
3: Yeah, I think so, too. But um, so I mean, I know you have, saying... uh, uh, I
7: said baloney. I just really wanted to hear you say that because everybody was going in the Reddit chat talking about baloney and how you don't talk about baloney. So I just had to give that to them.
3: What were you going to say before I asked you your name was?
7: uh what was i gonna say i think uh, you um i know you have a sister and you brought her on there before and you, you love your sister
3: yeah of course i love my sister so and I, you feel but i mean i think that that's a different love too like i don't think i love my sister in the same way that i would love someone romantically or that i would love my kid it's like yeah, a totally separate i th- probably th- love my sister in a similar-ish way that i love my parents You know familial love
7: yeah it's it's a separate thing from romantic or or, or child
3: really um, what did you say your name was baloney thank you for sharing with us this evening baloney yeah no problem yet i'll talk to you again later it's a pleasure talking to you yep
6: all from katie katie Hey, what's up?
3: Katie, what year were you born?
5: 97.
3: 97. That was a good year.
5: Were you alive for that?
3: What do you do for a living?
5: Right now, I stay at home and I'm a dog mom.
3: You're a dog mom? Yeah. How old the dog?
5: And I think he's two. We just rescued him from a rescue.
3: Mm. There's a lot of purpose that one receives when they're taking care of something. When something is oh, required... Yeah. Requires them to get out of bed in the morning in order for them not to die.
5: Yeah, exactly. You hit the nail on the head with that one. Yeah. I have a question for you since you are a therapy gecko. Oh, boy. Yeah, I know. It's a big one. So I kind of lost a lot of respect from my friends and family recently. And I told a story that I thought was going to go over really well. I thought it was going to be hilarious from my childhood. And I think they were just disgusted and horrified instead. And I can tell that I've definitely lost that respect. So I'm not sure if there's a way to regain it.
3: Why is your family's respect important to you?
5: Because I love them. I want them to respect me.
3: You can love someone without requiring their approval in order for well, you to live your life. Fair.
5: To be fair, the story I told was pretty gross, so I could understand why they lost respect for me. <sighs> I just want to know how to get it back.
3: Um, I think you should reevaluate why it's important to you, because I don't think you fully understand... It doesn't appear to me that you have a good reason for wanting your family's respect.
5: I guess that's fair, but I have friends that I kind of chose for myself and my partner, so I'm kind of worried. Well, because here's the
3: thing, right? Here's the thing. You know, I think it's more important for you to be able to speak open and honestly about the experiences of your life than it is for you to um, have the approval of the people around you. But, you know, that's an that's a choice, right? That's not a choice for me to make yeah. for you. That's a choice for you to make for yourself. What's well, more important fair. is you being able to live freely or you um, having positive approval of your family.
5: Can your family? I tell you the story so you can analyze whether you think that was an appropriate response from them? It's really short.
3: Can I? And by the way, did you, did you just call in to tell the story?
5: I mean, kind of, yeah. Okay. But, I mean... I did just recently tell this story in front of my friends and family
3: and lost respect. So look, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just, I'm just yeah, curious, I guess because it seemed like you just want you to tell a story. Uh, what's the story?
5: Well, the story I hadn't told anyone before, so that's kind of why I wanted to call in and get your opinion.
4: You told your family. Um,
5: yeah, I told them. Uh, well, my parents knew this, but my new family, my partner, didn't
4: know. So you um, and I never them told. Them
5: no, I hadn't told anybody before. Um, when I was a little kid,
3: I was I'm trying allowed to see to have- how long I can keep this conversation going before you tell the story. And I think
6: this it's going it. to happen.
3: I think I think we're going to hear this. I think we'll we'll hear the story right when it's I gonna stop happen. talking. Just now,
5: yes, it's going to happen as soon as you stop talking.
3: I thought just now about <laughs> hanging up because oh, no. that would be really funny for me. But I think. That would hurt
5: my feelings. Fuck. Alright, well, let me just tell you. Wait, hold on. Why would it when... hurt your
3: feelings if I hung up on you?
5: Because I've been calling you, trying to reach you, and to tell you my story and get your opinion on it.
3: I think that you... What say your name? was?
5: Katie.
3: Katie, you gotta stop valuing the approval of, you know, your parents, of me, of your friends.
5: I so deeply crave that. Honestly. That's a deep craving of mine, but... I also kind of undermine that by telling people really gross stories from my childhood, apparently. You (laughs) got to free yourself, Katie. Yeah, I knew. Well, anyway, I wasn't allowed to have sugar as a kid or gum, anything like that. So I was very repressed. And every time we went to a public restaurant, I did this little game where I like to crawl under the table. And my parents would always get a kick out of it thinking I was just playing down there. But what I was actually doing was finding the softest, most recently chewed pieces of gum and popping them in my mouth. That's it. Yeah, I mean, it you was, ate like, gum colors. from underneath the
3: table when you were a child.
5: Yes, and I would do it like every restaurant we went to. I'd like make it my goal to find like lime green gum or blue gum and just find all my faves and. The older they were, the worse they were. So I was always going for like the freshest pieces that people had just stuck under there.
3: And in your experience, which um, and in your experience, which flavor was the most
4: delicious? Oh, definitely
5: minty ones. They seem to hold more of their mintiness than like the fruity gum.
3: You should reevaluate your relationship with your parents and why you require their approval. And then also why they would disapprove of you over something so silly, Caitlin. Is your name Caitlin? I'm going to call you Caitlin.
5: Yeah, it is Caitlin, actually. That was intuitive.
3: That works out well. Thank you so much for calling Caitlin. You have a great rest of the night.
6: You too, Gecko. Bye-bye. Call from Kathy.
3: Kathy! Kathy!
6: Hi!
8: Wait! What's up?
3: What are you doing right now?
8: I'm laying in bed. So, can I ask you a question? Sure. Do you think there are people predicting the long game of our society? Yes. Who do you think they are?
3: Um, engineers leaders in tech and business.
8: And how far out do you think they're planning?
3: Probably at least. 50 years.
8: Isn't that fucking nuts?
3: do you fancy yourself a futurologist
8: not really I was reading a book about homo sapiens and I just started thinking about that
3: you know what I did a long time ago I haven't done this in a while but there's this weird feeling like go go on Wikipedia and then you can find like there's wikipedia articles for years like you could like there's a wikipedia article for like the year 2100
5: Mm -hmm.
3: and like you know the year 2200 the year like all these all these years in the future and you can read about what will happen in those years like what people predict will have happened uh yeah it's it's spooky to read about because you're like hmm the u.s will be x amount of carbon emission emissions by this time, but I'll be dead. It's weird to read about all these things that will happen when you're dead.
8: And and statistically, you know, some of them have to be, are going to happen. Like, statistically, you know?
3: No, like, there's like, I, 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 God, I can't think of any good examples. But if you go to, like, if you go on Wikipedia and you look at, like, the year one it'll say something like, I mean, there's it's everything from, like, the happy birthday song will be in the public domain to, like, you know, <laughs> I think that i've read the song is in the public domain, but it'll just tell you about little things that have that are going to happen in the future and then you think about like damn i won't be alive when that happens like it'll probably talk about like you know commercial space travel um wow humans colonizing planets interesting things that you know will be long dead it's
8: wild i love it though
3: but we're live right now isn't it cool what's your, what is red uh sorry, hold on. I forget I said any of the things I just said. But we're hold on, I'm gonna redo that transition. <laughs> but we're alive right now. What color is red? Red.
8: Um, I'm sorry, I was I was listening to this earlier today. Red is the blood of angry men. Lame <laughs> Miz is on my brain.
3: Is that is that from lame Miz? Hmm. I've never seen Les Mis. I've actually never seen a movie longer than two hours.
8: I haven't seen the movie. I, I've just seen the musical.
3: What did you say your name was? Kathy. My stepmom's name is Kathy. Cool. Her and my dad met. I think my parents got divorced in 2005. And they met when they, when they were like in their. They reached in their late forties. So they met on J date. Kathy's not Jewish. My dad is, but she, Kathy she likes Jewish guys. So she went on J date because you don't actually have to be Jewish to join J date. You know that? Oh, no, I didn't I don't know that. Have to be Jewish, but she like she wanted to date a Jewish guy. I don't know why. That was like her date. Mm-hmm. And so she her she met my dad on and, and they were in their late forties. I mean people are out here like, oh no, I'm twenty nine, I'm not married yet. I'm like they 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 met in their late forties. That's incredible.
8: Yeah. I feel like they the right that age group has more success online.
3: Thank you so much for sharing, Kathy. You have a wonderful rest of the night.
8: You too, thank you.
0: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills.
1: There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact
0: muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
3: Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Liquid Death. What is Liquid Death? It might look like a beer or some kind of crazy energy drink, but it's not. to check out all their healthy, infinitely recyclable beverages and find your closest retailer. That's liquiddeath.com/gecko. liquiddeath.com/gecko. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, Prize Picks graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA and I did make a little extra money, which I, of course, put safely away in a high interest savings account. Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money, too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy.
6: All from... Dan. Dan! My... All right,
3: Dan. Hi. Oh... We had a woman call in. Her name was yeah. Kathy, and uh, I Hello? Said Kathy was the name of my stepmother, the woman married to my father. And okay. Dan, would you know this? My mother, a while after the divorce, soon after the divorce, remarried as well. Do you know the name of the man that she remarried? His first name? What
2: was the name of the man it was Dan. That she remarried? Oh my God! Hey, stepson. Hello? I have really spotty internet, so if you're just not talking right now, I'm going to assume I was disconnected.
3: Why would you assume that? Why wouldn't you assume that, um, why do I always, why does, in, in, in all the conversations you have, are people just constantly talking all the time?
2: No, I actually really enjoy just, like, long moments of silence in my conversations, but I am a little nervous uh, talking to the GEC for the first time. I was literally about to hop in the shower, and you picked up, so, <laughs> Hi. I'm not naked. Are you dirty though? I'm filthy. I'm a disgusting little boy that needs to shower off his sins for the day.
3: What are you? What are you filthy with?
2: Um, just in... a little sweat, <laughs> sweat, and um, and COVID germs. Probably, I was out and about in the world today, so I uh, yeah,
3: yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah. let me ask you what activities did you partake in that led to a breaking of sweat.
2: Oh, oh, absolutely. That's like oh, I guess this is anonymous, so I could just like say whatever I want except that I gave up my name. Oh well. Um I um uh threw up in my car today. <laughs> so <laughs> I just got extremely car sick and I bleh. and um so that was not not fun. Um that was my day.
3: Hmm. All right. So you threw up in your car and I'm less interested in that as I am in why you OK, you commented on the fact that this is anonymous and that no one will know mm-hmm. who you are and no. that you threw up in your car. Why so concerned with people knowing that you threw up in your car? Lyle, I'm a
2: people pleaser. This is a longstanding issue that I have.
3: You're a people pleaser. Why would someone be OK? Why would someone be unpleased? All right, look, if you're a people pleaser, if you're if you were in if there was someone in the passenger seat and you threw up on their lap, I could understand why that person would be unpleased, but I, I don't see why a person would be displeased with you just as a person by the fact that you threw up in your car.
2: This literally happened um, two years ago, like or last year, right before uh, the pandemic started. I was like at a club with my friends for New Year's and I was D.D. And um of course, I, I was like about to head out. And then my friends, uh, who were pretty sober, um, were like, Hey, we're going to leave. You handle our extremely drunk friends, which I thought was kind of shitty. But I did. And I helped escort them out to my car. And I thought somebody was going to fight me. And there was a fight like right outside of my car. Anyways, we get everybody. We're going home. Friend throws up in my backseat. No big deal. I try not to make a big deal out of it because I'm nice. And it wasn't a big deal because I got listen,
3: fix. this isn't about your friend, Connor. This is about you.
2: Yes, that's true. My friend threw up in my car.
3: Were you displeased with them?
2: Um, I was a little annoyed at the situation, but I can't be upset at a sick person, you know? That's just not cool. So why would you expect
3: the world to give you a different level of understanding than you give to the world?
2: I think I'm in denial because... I found a Quiznos subs um, in my neighborhood, and I thought they had completely shut down. So I went and I tried them out, and I don't want to blame Quiznos on me throwing up Connie. today because it's much better than Subway, but I, I think it was Quiznos.
3: Connor, you're all over the place right now. You're talking about Quiznos, you're talking about a party, you're talking about Super Mario 64 DS. Which is a port of Super Mario 64 for the Nintendo DS, where you can play as Yoshi and Wario and Luigi as well. they are all over the place. Is that an actual port? What color is red? Uh, red
2: is anatomical. Red is blood and like squelching guts and all that fun stuff.
3: Did you look at the did you look at the throw up after you did it? Did you see what was in there?
2: Oh uh, yeah, no, it wasn't red. It wasn't red. I found a plastic bag. It was all good.
3: Connor, I want you to get comfortable with the idea of perhaps declaring to the world with pride that you threw up in your car this morning. Can Talk I do how that on stream? your life would be? Can you do that on stream? Yeah, you can, you can do whatever you want.
2: Hey, what's up, everyone? I threw up in my car today, and I don't feel as bad about it anymore.
3: Good. You shouldn't. Look, I don't see why anyone would be... Again, your car, your puke, your personal space. If you told me you threw mm-hmm. up on your friend and you, you are uh, feel bad about that because you feel like you displeased them, but that would be one thing. But it makes sense that you feel like people would be displeased at the fact that you threw up in your own car. Think about it this way. Look.
2: Can I tell you a story about me throwing up on a person? If that's okay for the street?
3: Listen, Connor. Did you? Say, your name's Connor, right? No, Have it's I Daniel. Calling you Connor. Only twice. Dan. Oh, shit, it's Dan. I went on a whole thing at the beginning of this call about how you're, you sh- you should... Whatever with your name, and then I forgot what your name is. Dan, listen. Um, Dan, people are going to like you more knowing that you're a human being, that you're vulnerable, that you have moments of weakness. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You think that people will be... Uh, you know, judge you, or not want to be friends with you because of your weaknesses? And, you know, maybe mm-hmm. they won't. But, Connor, look, you can't be. you, you got to be vulnerable sometimes. People actually find vulnerability attractive. As long as you don't let it bother you. You know, if you have weaknesses and you're constantly complaining about them. You're constantly getting down on yourself about them. So yeah, people, people, I think it'll drive people away. But if you have weaknesses that you openly declare, but they don't appear to bother you. You let everyone know that they don't bother you, people find that very attractive, Connor.
9: Mm-hmm.
2: Do you have any weaknesses, Gek?
3: <sighs> <sighs> the fact that you can buy a vanilla tzatzi rolls on bulk on Amazon. It's dangerous. Thank you so much for sharing, Connor. You have a wonderful rest of the night you as well good night hey folks it's lyle here i'll make this real quick i currently do not have any sponsors for this podcast but if you would like to support, if you would like to make it easier for me to continue doing this podcast, to continue doing uh, by stream and other streams and podcasts like it in the future as I would like to do, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Lyle forever. And for only five bucks, you can make it a hell of a lot easier for me to continue to work on projects like these. And I said I'd make it quick. So let's get back into the calls.
6: Call from Steven.
10: Steven. Hello, hold on. He put me on the phone. He was in the back. Let me let me just knock on the
3: Is he pooping? He's pooping. You can leave him hey. alone, dude?
10: Come in! Come here. Come here.
3: What's happening? Hello. Is this Steven? Who just who answered the phone for you? Uh uh that's my mom. Oh. How's how uh, how is she doing? Oh, she's doing pretty good, man. How how are you doing? I'm more interested in you, man. Wait, I, why why did your mom answer the phone for you? Oh, cause I was waiting, man. That was nice. Of, did, what I'm I'm still I need to I need you to explain like what happened exactly, like you, you. Put, you called, and then I answered, and then she, like, what like what logistically took place just now?
2: I was taking a dump, and she was calling. And I was, I was just, like, waiting for that knock, and then I heard that bang, 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 and I was running.
3: So she was, so you said to her, Mom, there's a gecko guy on the computer. Could you sit here and call him while I take a dump? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It was really nice of her to do that. No, for real. What a what a lovely lady. Can't can't talk to her. Yeah, for sure. Yo, ma. Yo, ma.
2: Yeah, she's gone. I don't know where she she's, went. What, she maybe, left. Yeah, apparently. I don't, where was, I don't know rents? where she went. I don't know. Maybe she's taking a deuce.
3: Check upstairs, maybe.
2: I am upstairs.
3: <laughs> Check downstairs.
2: Oh, man. I would, but then I'd have to leave the mic.
3: You have to leave what? The mic. What do you mean? the? Are you not on a... You're on a phone? Nah. Nah.
2: You don't got to call through a phone. You can call through the internet.
3: Oh. So, yeah. wait, so your mom was sitting at your desktop calling me. Yeah. That's nice of her. Did you... Like, was she... When you asked your mom to sit and call me for you, was she doing something else that you that she had to you like to interrupt her doing? Making me dinner. Do this? Making me dinner. That's about it. What did she make? What did she make for dinner?
11: Burritos. That's cool. That onions and salsa is actually.
2: Really I want fire. to meet
3: her. Where Where is she? She couldn't have just. She She didn't just disappear.
2: My mom just came back. Actually, here she is. I got you. She-
3: uh, hello? Hi, Mom. How are you? Uh, I'm
8: okay. How
3: are you? So, you, um... Can I... Uh, what Your son's name is Steven, right? Yeah. So you were calling me on behalf of him?
10: Well,
3: he was calling you. He handed me the phone. Uh, he was calling... Okay, so he called... He dialed the number handed you the phone and then went to take a dump
10: yeah i guess he's been calling all night or something he said if he answers just yell at him
3: okay what do you think of all this what do you think about the situation that you've been put into
10: i don't know i don't know exactly what this is i just know he's been trying to get in contact with you
3: that's fine i don't know exactly what this is either what's your relationship like with your son healthy healthy we're very close yes yeah. I can tell um why do you why do you guys think you have such a good relationship what do you think the key is to that
10: uh trust and communication you know he tells you things he doesn't get in trouble for it you know
3: mm. how old is he
10: uh he just turned 19 nice nice yeah hmm yeah, he actually just got a second job. I'm very proud of him. Oh,
3: I'm proud of him too. Where Where did he get the second job at?
10: He's doing concrete.
3: Nice. What do you do?
10: I work in a bank.
3: H- has Has the bank ever gotten robbed?
10: No, 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 no. I work in corporate.
3: And someone says, to so, "You put the money in the bag," and you're like, "And you're like, all right, just don't hurt me. I'll put the money in the bag."
10: Ah, uh, luckily. Never had that problem. I work in the call center, so.
3: That's good. That sounds like that would be a really scary situation. I'm glad you never had to deal with that.
10: Yeah, me too. I'm very blessed.
3: God, I, there's so many. Uh, uh, have you and Steven always been very close?
10: Uh, you know, he did have a troubled guy in his life. So, you know, yeah, every boy goes through, like, the middle school phase where they hate their parents. So, after that, I think it's when we really decided to get closer.
3: So you think he he made sort of a s sort of a one where where do you think your relationship started to really uh really take off? Right after middle school, you say?
10: Uh I not right after middle school. I think sometime in high school, probably right after he yeah, got DUI.
3: He got a DUI, you say? Yeah. Why yeah. do you think him do you think him getting a DUI made you guys closer somehow?
10: Uh yeah. Just because, uh, you know, we had to pay for
3: it. <clears throat> okay, so you paid for his DUI.
10: Yeah, the lawyers and everything.
3: W- were you upset <clears throat> with him?
10: Absolutely.
3: Of course. How did you How did you react when you found out that he got a DUI?
10: Uh very heartbroken. Also, very tired. Like I was. It was probably two, three in the morning damn yeah
3: did you how old was he at the time 18 18 did you like talk to him did you punish him could you could you punish have punished him at that like what what did you take any action against him in any way
10: i mean it was like the uh the court system kind of punished him it was like he had to go to AA and that type of thing, so it was more like embarrassment on that end.
3: Mm. Did you go with him to AA? No. Hmm. Um. But why do you think that made you guys closer? Was it like uh, helping him through that process? Yeah. Formed a yeah. stronger bond.
6: Yeah
10: who is this who am i talking to by the way you've
3: you've you've, you've uh, this is interesting because you've told me a lot but you don't even know what this is you seem are you are you a very like generally trusting person
10: oh well, yeah this is with, like everyone we live in a small town everyone knows that's
3: cool a small town like one of those kinds of places where no one even locks their door?
10: Yeah. Our Amazon packages stay on the porch for like a week at a time before we bring it inside. Like.
3: That actually sounds quite lovely. It is. Now, uh, how often do you leave your small town? Uh,
10: not very often. Especially with Rona.
4: Yeah,
3: for sure. Because I'm wondering, like, do, do do you feel like you get would get taken advantage of if you employed your trusting practices in places outside of your, your small community?
10: Uh, probably. That's most the reason why I don't leave very often. Like, uh, well, it's just small town businesses that we usually go to, that type of thing. You know, we're very local centered. Mm-hmm. Do you like that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I love going to the restaurant and knowing Steve, the owner of the bar, and that type of thing.
3: Any interest ever? Does your son have any interest in, in moving outside of the small town, or do you think he'll stay there?
10: I know he does, but I'm really trying to keep him close to home. You know.
3: Why are you trying to keep him close to home?
10: I don't want my baby to go.
3: But but he. You know, don't you feel like he's got to live, you know, his life outside of, you know, on his own terms in a sense?
10: Yeah, someone's got to take care of me, like I took care of him, though.
3: Hmm. Are you married? I am. What about your husband? Can't he? You guys take care of each other?
10: Yeah, he's old though. He's got some health issues. I don't think he's uh, going to be around for as long as I am to be honest.
6: You well, like I do have nice. some
10: sorry?
3: You have what? What were you going to say?
10: I was going to say I got some brownies in the oven. I need, need to check on.
4: Oh, well, uh, I'll let you do that. And
10: yeah, I will. Uh, I'm. I don't know where my son went. He
5: I
4: think uh, his friends just that's pulled fine. up you outside. Just, you can
3: just. You can tell him. You can tell him. He. he you can. You don't. Know, you don't have to tell him anything. He knows.
10: Oh, okay. And I, I don't think I ever caught your name.
3: Uh, my name is Lyle, and I'm and I'm a gecko, too. But that. I guess that oh. doesn't matter. Well, uh, uh thank you so much for for sharing with us. Uh You have a good rest of the night.
6: You, you too. All from
3: Francis.
6: Francis.
11: Frank Francis, that's me. That is you. What's going on, Gek?
3: Do you have a good handle on who you are?
11: Uh, You know what, man? That's a really excellent question. I, I answer this as I'm walking into the closet of my uh, room because I don't want my roommates
3: to hear what I'm saying. Hmm. Why don't you think you want your roommates to hear what you're saying? Do you think that you're going to say something that is, is... – well, okay. You're talking on a stream right now. You're aware of that. Yeah 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 of course, yeah okay, so there's you know uh, I'm not gonna put a concrete number on it, but there's people watching this, yeah, well, a couple hundred, I think, right, At least. You don't care what you don't care what they if they hear what you have to say but you care with your roommates, you know what I guess not that's a that's
11: an excellent point.
3: <laughs> what is it that you have to say that's so secretive
11: well, you know i I feel like I've thought a lot about what I would say if i if I got here, um. But at this point, I'm I'm just nervous. I, you know, it's just it's it's a big platform, isn't it?
3: What is it that you would say? These thoughts. That well, you know, I, I I know
11: you always ask a question, but I guess I I had a question for you. Um, and and that would be, you know, I I just recently moved to a, a new town for for grad school. Um, and with code and everything going on, it's been a little hard to, uh, to meet some of the people in my class and things like that. So okay. I don't know if,
3: uh, Absolutely.
11: if, yeah, if you've got any experience, you know, just like figuring out how to, I don't know how to meet people in that sort of same situation.
3: You know, I used to be able to give what I thought was very good advice on how to make friends in college, but, of course. uh, the thing is, is, uh, it, it, in a COVID world, I have absolutely no idea. Yeah, yeah. I, you In know, a man, non-COVID it, it, world, what I would have said is, is uh, to find a community and then figure out a way to add value to that community. So, you know, correct. let's say you go to the Frisbee team right you you go on meetup.com or you go to your school's whatever facebook page and you join the frisbee team and the first day you show uh-huh. up to the frisbee team no one's going to give a fuck who you are because they've all been <laughs> in the frisbee team for you know their whole time they've been at school so they're all friends with each other but then what if you go in and you're like hey let's ho- I'll host the uh, the frisbee team barbecue summer thing at my apartment and everyone's like all right you know you find little ways to add value to this community and you know look if there's a community the Better, even better thing that you can do is if you know you have certain interests, uh, uh, uh you create that community for yourself, you create the meetup or you create the club, um, That's, based yeah. on your interests, yeah. because then you're already in, you're, you're the creator, yeah. you are, are the ultimate source of value. Um, <laughs> but in a COVID world, it's, it's hard to do these things, I believe, because, uh, yeah, yeah, everyone's. Distanced. So in yeah, the meantime, yeah. what, did, what did you say? In when the he meantime, was
11: Nathan, Francis.
3: <laughs> in the meantime, Francis. <laughs> yeah, you're killing it. You ever, you ever, you ever just been
11: alone? Oh man, I mean, of course, yeah. Especially just, now, just, you know. I think you ever just
3: lean into it.
11: Yeah, yes. Yeah, and I think too much sometimes as well. Um, I think nowadays, you know, there there can't be a single person who hasn't experienced some sort of loneliness at this point. Um, no, but I, mean, and,
3: but I mean, I don't mean being oh, lonely, yeah. I mean cultivating it. It's a skill. Lots of people don't oh. know how to be alone, Francis. Yeah, well, but okay, Francis, I, I, I will be. looking for say, other people to fill the void.
11: When everything yeah, they I need is say, right within
3: them, Francis. <laughs>
11: I mean if this is if this is what you mean I've I've certainly come to like enjoy some of my like you know alone time and use that to be productive and use that to um I don't know figure things out about myself um but I think there comes a point where you just you just definitely need some of that social interaction you know I've left a lot of people behind uh once I left undergrad and um
3: it's called the minimalism and, Francis minimalism yeah you know you leave people i'm not I'm, you live a yeah a, a more a more remote life you only yeah. have who you need and at the end of the day all you need is yourself francis francis what the hell was i going to say to you i was going to say one thing i forgot what it was yeah of course my brain uh, my brain is is off i have no idea what i'm talking about i have no idea what i'm doing right now you're doing great i i can pick it don't up if you need me. To i'm too. an insane i'm an insane green person on the computer don't take advice from me i'm not a real I'm not the a real. Green's idea. an excellent Francis. color. Don't worry about it. What was I going to say? Yeah. What was I going to say? Hold on. Yeah, of course. Hold on.
11: I'm shaking with excitement. Don't shake. Or,
3: I mean do ah, it. Shit. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I'll, okay. Yeah. No, okay. Of course. It's all right. This is fine. <laughs> We're having a moment together. Hold on. Uh, it's been a moment the whole time. We live in a noisy world, Francis input yeah, from the internet, yeah. input from your family, input from your friends. Francis, who truly are you when <sighs> Jeez, there is no I mean... one else around?
4: Okay. Find the answer can to I... that
3: question. And by the time you do, the world will be open again and you can start the Frisbee Club. Oh, shit. Okay. Who truly am I? That's the question. Yes. That's your homework. Um, I love you, Francis. And one day I believe that our souls will be bound together forever in the kingdom of heaven. And I'll talk to you again soon.
11: Yeah, sounds excellent. Love you, guys. Love you too. Bye bye.
6: Call from Maddie.
4: Maddie? Oh, hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm all right. Yeah, just vibing. <laughs> what do you smell like, Maddie? Um, Probably like a mixture of vanilla, coconut, and honey.
3: Vanilla, coconut, and honey? Yeah. Is that like, did you use a vanilla, coconut, and honey shampoo of some kind? Or did you combine
4: those elements (laughs) on your own? No, I just, I I make it myself. No. um, (laughs) Like vanilla, deodorant, honey, shampoo, and coconut body wash.
3: Wow. Wow. Is grooming and um, taking care of your body and the way it smells important to you?
4: Yeah, I mean, I don't want to smell bad. (laughs) What about you? (laughs) Why don't you
3: want to smell bad? Are you nervous to smell bad?
4: Is there a person you can smell good for? Uh, kind of, I suppose. Who are they? Uh, a, a guy. I'm not gonna say his name, not gonna put, put, put the boy on blast.
3: Can you give me a name that substitutes for his real name?
4: <clears throat> um, well, he kind of looks like Post Malone, so let's call him Posty.
3: Posty. Yeah. How do, how do you know Posty?
4: <laughs> we met on Tinder.
3: Mm. And um, how long have you guys known each other? Have you Have you met up in person yet?
4: Yeah. We hang out like once a week. Oh, really? Mm-hmm.
3: How many times have There's you guys
4: hung a- out? Oh, God. A lot. Because like we've been hanging out since uh, December. And there's surprisingly some cool people out there on Tinder.
3: Is it uh, getting serious? Are there labels attached to it?
4: Nah, we're just friends. But I I, I, do... I do... uh, quite have feelings for him.
3: But you don't think he has feelings for you?
4: No, but that's okay. He's a good friend.
3: Do you still have hope that eventually he will turn into something more?
4: Oh, of course, but I value our friendship, so, like, it doesn't really matter, you know? Good friends are hard to come by these days.
3: Are you looking at, um, have you been meeting up with anyone else on Tinder?
4: Uh, no, he was actually the first person I ever met online.
3: Was that nerve-wracking for you?
4: Oh, God, yeah,
3: <laughs> but it worked out.
4: Yeah, surprisingly, um, I had my pepper spray and everything just in case he turned out to be a weirdo. I mean, he is a weirdo, but a good weirdo.
3: Sounds like you're enjoying this this companionship.
4: Yeah. I mean, it was a uh, great getting to talk to you. I, didn't, I, from watching your streams for a little while, I did not expect to actually get through.
3: <laughs> I didn't expect you to get through either, but here we are.
4: Yeah, such is life.
3: You have a good rest of the night.
6: You too, man. All from Maxwell. Maxwell.
3: Hello.
0: Hello. Hello, I can hear you. Here, let me get my stream up. Yeah. All right, I can hear you now. You can? I can. What do I sound like? You sound beautiful, Gecko. Mr. Gecko. Thank you.
3: Thank you. Very much.
0: It's really I'm, sweet I'm just grateful to that. be here.
3: I'm really grateful to be in your presence because you know what? The alternative is to being here. What's that? Being dead! And I'm not going to say that being dead is bad, because I've never been it before, so I I don't like to judge things that I have not personally experienced. But,
0: you know, well, I guess I'll just... Mr. Gecko, Mr. Yes. Gecko, how do you know yes. you haven't been dead before?
3: I suppose I don't.
0: We, if we buy into Buddhism, then you've been reincarnated perhaps as, as an even smaller gecko in the past. So,
3: Bo- okay, so in the Buddhism religion, which you seem to know a lot about, can I choose what I am reincarnated as, or is it completely random? I have something honest, in mind Mr. I'd like to be reincarnated as.
0: Mr. Gecko, I'll be honest, I I'm not a Buddhist. I I think I only know the most basic, possibly stereotypes of Buddhism, but I don't think you get to choose. But maybe your spirit chooses for you in the sense that your spirit knows what you are deep inside, and you reincarnate as that.
3: Maxwell, I believe, truly, with zero hesitation... That for as long as my soul circles in the universe, before it leaves and moves on, I would like, at one point, to take the form of a small handful of ants.
0: A group of ants?
3: A group of ants, yes.
0: So, would it be a a shared consciousness?
3: Yes, it would be a shared consciousness across... Four or five different ants.
0: I see. Uh, I feel like a I family can come
3: around ants? that way. I could experience more if I have more. But I guess <laughs> it's a catch twenty-two because you can experience more because there's five of you, but the world is also uh, comparatively bigger
0: because you're the size of an ant. That's correct, but you could get into smaller places.
3: What color is red?
0: Red is the color of what? The red is the color of life, Mr. Gecko. It's the color mm-hmm. of the blood in your body. And, and do you
3: truly believe that, or is that just the first thing that came to your mind when you were asked the question?
0: No, I truly believe that. It, is, it is the color? It is life. It is the color of my iPhone. It is, it is the color of my blood.
3: I like that answer. Thank you for sharing.
0: Thank you, Mr. Gecko.
3: You have a good rest of the night.
0: You have a fantastic
6: night. All from Corstel. Corstel.
10: Corstel. Yeah.
3: Ow, my lip! I have this problem. My lips are very dry, and so if I like, if I like spread them out too much, they like the the split ha- like my lips split in half and they start to bleed.
10: Oh, I hate that.
3: Does it happen to you too?
10: I mean, I live in Massachusetts and winter here is serious. So, yeah,
3: sure. <sighs> what did your name was? Z-z-z- well, I, I, said,
10: of course, no. I mean, that's not my name. That's uh, my uh, my partner's my partner was Italian and his uh, aunt had never seen my name written down and she'd only heard it. And one time she texted him and was like, how is course fell and we all laughed about it
3: are you still um, with your partner
10: uh no he passed away
3: oh i'm sorry to hear that that's okay <laughs> what are you doing right now
10: uh winding down just hanging out
3: how do you wind down slash hang out
10: well tonight uh watching your stream oh, um but yeah
3: that's how I like to wind down, too. Yeah. Actually, no, it's That's not exactly actually. It's, 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 not really, it's not a winding down experience. People think I get high when I do this, that I don't. But to wind down afterwards, I'll get high. But if I were to get high during this, it's a it mixes up my wind down time and my let's be on, let's get into it, let's be yeah. present in the moment time. And uh, it's not a good mix. You know, it's good yeah. to keep those two liquids uh, separate. Yeah.
10: Oh, unfortunately, I'm not stoned tonight because I'm out of weed.
3: <laughs> You're out of weed.
10: I know it's terrible.
3: Um, how often do you smoke weed, typically?
10: Three times a week.
4: Three times. Depending
10: a week. on how I'm doing. Like uh, if I'm like really going through it, sometimes I'll smoke every day, but try not to.
3: What color is red?
10: Well. Uh, I have a master's degree in physics, and so I will tell you that what we define as red is the lowest frequency visible light that we can see. That's um, like people, uh, but like, where do we cut off red from orange? Is like totally arbitrary.
3: Red is the lowest color frequency we can see. The, what, what is yeah. it? Would you say lowest frequency of light? Yeah. Wow. You know. Uh, this whole time, no one's called in with a ver- with with such a um, objective scientific answer.
10: So, like, that's what like when you hear like infrared—that's like the frequency of light that's just below red that we can't see. Mm.
3: Yeah. Infrared.
6: Yeah.
10: And then, like, below that is like radio waves and, like, microwaves
3: are in there. Oh, you know what? I learned about this in high school. Had no fucking idea what was going on. Cheated (laughs) off the person next to me. (laughs) Great decision on my behalf.
10: Yeah, I think so.
3: Cheat in high school. I I, I endorse cheating in high school fully.
10: Yeah, go for it. Reach for the stars. (laughs)
3: Did you, did you cheat in high school?
10: Not in high school.
3: In college you cheated? Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, what are you now? What do you do for uh, a living?
10: Well, so I got my master's degree last May On route to my PhD. And nice. then I got super burned out and quit um, because I, uh, a whole bunch of things. But yeah.
3: Oh, yeah, that sounds way too difficult. I would have quit before I started doing that.
10: Uh, yeah, so
3: I'm trying uh, to see
10: what I'm going to do next.
3: What, what are we thinking here? What what are the options? What's on the table?
10: Well, if I, I don't, I don't know. I, you know, I, so I, uh, was like really excited about doing like experimental physics and like being in the lab and then just like was not getting that in my grad program and was feeling like totally. Disen- disenchanted i think is the word for that and then just had this idea like last week there there's like this small startup in like texas and they're like building systems to help microbreweries capture carbon dioxide from their fermentation process and like bottle it so they can reuse the carbon dioxide to pressurize their kegs <laughs>
3: interesting is that like yeah. to, is that an environmentally good thing like what is the benefit of that
10: well so it's it's a twofold right you're not Can we just get a, high with you, this well okay the reason that i was thinking about this is because the best way to extract uh like resin from tea from weed is uh with a supercritical carbon dioxide uh and i was like how how does one acquire Like, how is carbon dioxide just, like, produced? And uh, either mined, like, it comes out of mines, or you produce it when you're fermenting alcohol. That's, like, what the bubbles in beer are, is carbon dioxide.
3: I am so glad that, like, there are people out there in the world that... Chose to go into scientific fields and medical fields and things of that nature so that I don't have to because I've I just have no idea what any of these words mean. <laughs> but I, I, I do care on a general sense sure. about the uh, about the world being able to progress forward. Through the means of science and technology? Yeah. And so I'm invested in that progress, but I don't want to personally contribute to it anyway. So I'm happy that (laughs) people like you are going to school for science things.
10: Yeah. I don't know. Academia is a white supremacist scam. It's a hobby for rich people, so...
3: I know! College is a... Yeah. No, it is. (laughs) I agree with those things. College too expensive.
10: I mean, like, we should figure out how to educate people without, like, putting them in a system designed for, like, rich British men who, like, didn't know what to do with themselves because they had too much money.
3: One day you'll be able to learn how to do surgery on YouTube. If you cannot already, I have to look into that. I bet you could.
10: You know, you I did find there are, like, surgeons who, like, show you how to do, like, sutures on YouTube. Like, if you are, like, in an emergency, like situation, you might want to know how to sew yourself closed.
3: That'd be a helpful thing to know. I might look that up.
10: Is that... I mean, I don't think I could do it. Sounds terrifying.
3: What if you had to? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, I hope you never have to find out. I hope that you're never in a situation in which you have to suit... I don't know what the word is, but I'm going to try it. do yourself.
10: Yeah, my name is actually
3: Kirsten. Kirsten, it's been an honor talking with you this evening. Nice to
10: talk to you
3: too. You have a good rest of the night. You too.
0: As a professional welder, Shana Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. After the end of a good fight, you deserve a ice cold reward. Medela, you put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. Madela, the mark of the fight. Quick responsibly. Beer reported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois.
6: All from
4: Abbas.
3: Abba? Hello. What's up? How's it going? What did you say your name was? Abbas?
1: Abbas, that's right. How are you, Abbas? Yeah, you know, not too bad. Not too bad. Jazzed to be uh, sharing this moment with you, bro.
3: God, I'm jazzed to be sharing this moment with you, too. Isn't it crazy that our paths have crossed? You know,
1: moment, it. It's wild. It's wild. I mean, even if you zoom out just a little bit, right, you know, just a little bit on on space and time and you kind of like see the earth. It's like us right now sharing this moment and chat, too. It's wild.
3: Yeah, it's wild. Look, it's like, (sighs) you know, it's good to think about that every once in a while. I think if you think about it too much, people will think you're some kind of. Not that it matters what people think, but. You know, intensity, right? Like, think about these things. Intensity. Yeah. It's yeah. like. It's like. It's like, uh, like, how ripped does one get? How ripped would one get at the gym if they were lifting weights literally 24-7? Probably not that much. Right. But, you know, you gotta carve out the day. You gotta, carve, you gotta carve out some time in the day to do it. But you can't be thinking about it that way all the time, or else you'll. Or else you might be a little annoying.
1: Yeah, and and you'll completely bulk out, and you won't have any flexibility, and you'll be all veins. Yeah, you'll be annoying, too. Super annoying.
3: What color is red?
1: What color is red? Part of me wants to kind of, like, uh, Google the frequency, you know? Like, find that number. There's something... Mm. uh, something comforting about the uh the empirical nature of of the frequency you know right the red red is on that thing yeah 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 and it's on that spectrum too you know it's it falls falls in that in that wavelength what's chat saying nanometers hertz
3: no no don't reach (laughs) out there's no chat -chat. i stopped this is Hmm. this is this is this is me talking to a stick, and then you also talking into a stick, and we can hear each other in each other's sticks. There's no chat. Mm, the only mm. chat going on right now is between you and me.
1: There's a uh, there's a laser focus there. That's uh, that's really grounded. I really appreciate that. And it's also just wild. Here here we are. You know, when you kind of tune tune out tune out the uh, external chatter. It's, it's you and me here, it's and, and, and the name. sticks. Yeah, it's
3: it's you and buzz. me, Donald. Your name's not Donald, your name's Abyss. But I just wanted someone, I just love the name Donald. Donald. Yeah. I wanted to call someone Donald. Donald. Does it feel good? Does it do feel it. good
1: in your mouth? Donald, does it feel feel good in your mouth?
3: That's what she said. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I wish.
3: You wish. When's the last time you had sex? It's
1: been a minute. It's been a minute.
3: No, I respect that. Yeah, it's been a minute. Uh, It's been a tough year, you know, for me and people, you know, in person, getting that physical connection. It's been a tough year to build physical sexual connections.
1: You know, I, uh, I can't even imagine what. Like, how, how do how do people do that now? Because I recently I recently came out of a, a long, a longish relationship. Well, I mean, relatively speaking, almost six years. Is that long mm-hmm. to you? It's long to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, since that was like a relationship that was initiated in the in the before times. Yeah. Uh, and, and now now it's it's different. I'm, I feel different. You know, I, I, the world feels different to me. And I, How are people doing it? How are, how are people making those connections now?
3: With their penises no and their vaginas.
1: <laughs> Are they wearing masks? No.
3: no. I mean, I wouldn't know. I don't know. You know, I mean, you, you, you,
1: with their penises and their vaginas and, you know, yeah, their bodies, their skin's just kind of like always, I suppose.
3: A condom is a bit like a mask for the penis, which mm-hmm. I've mentioned this before earlier on the stream. You should wear one. To prevent against pregnancy and uh, and various STIs and STDs. I don't know if that's I don't know if STIs are different from STDs or if they're interchangeable. But
1: hmm. one one to me sounds kind of like the model of a car, like a sports car, and the you other sounds like dating uh, apps? no, no, I'm not. Should I be? Do you have a recommendation? They're like a... no,
3: I don't think you should be at all. I think dating apps. I mean, it depends on who you are. How tall are you? Uh,
1: Like almost 5'8", probably 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, nice. I have a friend who tells me, I said, I, I told my friend I was 5'7", and he said, he, he like uh, asserted that I was taller than that. He's like, no, you, I'm like, okay, well, I'm definitely not 5'9". I know that somehow. So, you know, that kind of leaves 5'8 to me,
3: right? Yeah. yeah. I'm actually 5'6 no, mm-hmm. and a half. Right, I'm five okay. six and a half. Okay. I used to tell people that I was five seven. I used to bump it up. You know what I do now? I do the opposite. I tell people I'm five six.
8: <laughs>
1: oh, you, you, you slippery, slippery gecko! I like this. It, you know, it's all about setting.
3: I mean, what does it I say about five six? And it's who I am. Yeah. It's what you get. I love it. These are the cards that I've been dealt in life. I cannot change yeah. it. Yeah. I must I must I must embrace that which I kind of change.
1: Mm mm. you know there's a there's a phrase for that it's called it's called radical acceptance you're uh I like that you're you're, you're living it out in the moment I you're, bet a you're, lot you're open to the reality that is in front of you radical
3: acceptance you know that same, yes
1: yep yep no.
3: I've been talking over you a lot. I'm gonna let you talk for a second.
1: Oh, uh you know, it's the uh it's the internet and, and that little weird delay, but uh I I don't feel talked over. I feel like this has been this is this is continues to be a pretty collaborative experience, I dig it.
3: Is your name Dan? No, your name is a boss. No,
1: no, it's Connor. No, I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> yeah, it's a boss, you nailed it.
3: I've totally lost all sense of time. Which is a good Whoa. thing. Yeah, I, I was about to say. I've been mentally transported what? into my little therapy gecko world.
10: Oof,
1: and oof, you're here too. How sweet it is. Oh, tell me more. Tell me more about this, this world of yours that you are transported to.
3: Maybe next time, a boss. I appreciate you calling in. You have a wonderful rest of the night.
1: You as well. Take care.
9: Raphael.
6: Raphael.
9: Uh, hello. So, I uh, I haven't brushed my teeth in four months.
0: Four months.
9: Yeah. I'm scared four of the months. The the toothbrush scares me.
3: The toothbrush scares you. Yeah. Is it is it is it the sharp bristles? Is it the uh, you know uh, uh, phallic nature of the? Um, the brush? when when I brushed my teeth
9: uh, those four months ago, it hurt really really badly, and mm-hmm. I've just been scared of it ever since.
4: You sound
3: like you 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 need to go to a dentist or a, a medical professional of some kind.
9: Uh, alright, I'll 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 plan that.
3: Is there a reason you've been avoiding doing that?
9: Yeah, it, it just hurts when the toothbrush hits my thumbs.
3: Have you told anyone this besides a gecko guy?
9: Um, no, not really. You
3: should tell a dentist about that. That sounds like a, actually a very serious issue.
9: Um, dentists are kinda scary, but I, I'll try.
3: You got to face the fears, Raphael.
9: I don't know. It's scary. What's scary about it? You know when they like bring out the instruments and and they like take at your mouth. Scary stuff, man. They scare the bug head, man.
3: They scare the bugs out of you, you said?
9: The bug headlamp.
3: Bugs headlamp? Yeah. What is that?
9: It's just like when you get really scared. And they scare the big headlamp. You know, like the big headlamp that they they have above you. That's like really bright. Oh, yes. Yes. And yes. It, it hurts and they don't have like shades for you to put on
3: oh it's too bright you say
9: yeah and then when they picked your mouth with all the items it's scary man i
3: don't know what i should do i mean you could just bring your own shades i mean they're not oh, oh uh what's stopping you from bringing your own right i mean they don't provide um, you with any shades sure but what's stopping you from bringing your own
9: last time they asked me to take it off and that's why i haven't been back in about like six seven months
3: why wouldn't they? Why would? They, why would you have to take it off? That doesn't make any sense. How does that obstruct what they're doing?
9: I don't know. They were. They just told me I had to take it off. So that they. They didn't interrupt when they were like working on my mouth. Maybe they were
3: jealous because you looked cool. I hope so. Go to the dentist, Raphael. All right.
9: I will. All right, well, I just hope I can get overcome my fear. Also, um, I've been to quite a couple of dentists because the last, like, maybe two to three years ago, uh, I caught my mom with one of my dentists.
3: You caught your mom with one of your dentists.
9: Yeah. It was. I felt really bad. I didn't know how to tell her that. I was like,
3: I was disappointed. Is your mom married to your dad? No. So she's single?
9: Well, yeah, but she was seeing another guy at the moment. And Ooh. then I, I caught her with the dentist, which wasn't the guy.
3: Were her and the guy exclusive? Excuse me? Were her and the guy exclusive? Probably. Was it possible that your mom was just sort of dating around and seeing many different um, men?
9: I don't know, because she was taking it seriously with the original man.
3: Did she continue to date the original man after she... Um, slept with the dentist. Yeah. Do you think you were well? How old are
9: you? Me, I'm nineteen. Why? What happened?
3: Nothing happened.
9: Did what you go back you mean-
3: to the dentist after you caught him with your mom?
9: Uh, no, I asked her if I could switch a dentist because I felt embarrassed every time I went.
3: It's understandable. Did she meet the dentist through you?
9: Um. Yeah, we went to one of my appointments, and they they started talking, and they exchanged phone numbers, and I was just I don't know, man. I don't know how to feel about this. It's kind of emotional.
3: How long ago was this?
9: Uh, About two to three years.
3: You should go to the dentist, Raphael. All
9: right, I will. Uh, I'll I'll try to overcome my fear.
3: You have a good rest of the night. You too.
6: All from Rue. Rue. Hello?
3: Hello, Rue.
10: Hi. that That's me. You, oh, Roo? my gosh. Hello. Sorry. I'm like, I-, I can't believe it. I'm sorry.
3: No, don't freak out, Rue.
10: How old are uh, okay. you, Rue? I'm, <laughs> I'm 29. I'm going to be 30 this year.
3: <laughs> are you excited?
10: Yes, I'm very excited. Holy crap. Jordan, I'm talking to- about <laughs> it sorry my girlfriend's like right here holy crap um
3: sorry listen listen yeah you seem very excited why are you you you, are you in a are you in a mood of some kind you seem uh, elated yeah i
10: just okay so i discovered you from tiktok um i've been like obsessed ever since and i've been trying to get on for like a while and i Cannot believe that I'm on like, I know that's silly and you're just some guy on the internet, but like this is like made my night Oh my gosh
3: Well, Ru, I, you know, look it seems like you've been uh, very Persistently attempting to reach me and I'd like to know is is there anything that I can help you with anything you've wanted to talk about?
10: um I, I <laughs> Oh my gosh, i feel so silly. Um, I, I can't quite think of anything that comes to mind i've been trying to think um as far as like your question i guess like i'm i mean it's pretty ridiculous with me to be overexcited to talk to a stranger on the internet but hey
3: <laughs> do you consider yourself in general to be a ridiculous person
10: um sometimes as you can see i get pretty like excited over like the smallest things um it doesn't take much to like make me happy like i don't know if i'm like walking down the street and i see a dog i'm like yes (laughs) like there's a dog oh my god that's great I
4: don't
3: know. I must, <laughs> it seems like you have a pension, which is really good to be able to, you know, be excited by things that other people might find monotonous. You know, you, you seem like you have a, a, a perception of the world that is is very. Um, how do I put this? Like, you know, uh, 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 grateful for the little things that you see.
10: Yo, I've actually I've had people tell me that before. Like that's one of the things that they like about me. Like, oh, like I really like your energy. I like that it doesn't take much to make you happy or that you see things that other people don't. That's like, I don't know, aw <laughs> that's so oh uh, I'm like gushing. <laughs> that's so cool that you got that from me in like I don't know, a couple minutes I've been on the phone.
4: <laughs> what tears? I'm
10: sorry. Down?
3: what tears you down then oh gosh Do you see the bad in the world as acutely as you see the good
10: so like i guess for me i don't know i i feel like this is silly to say but like it really breaks my heart when i find out people lie to me or like mm. when people just are going out of their way to hurt others like i won't ramble too long but um I was in school, like, college. I, like, dropped out because, like, mental health and, you know, COVID happened, like, a couple months later. So, perfect timing. But um, I was in, like, fashion, costume design school, and it was really competitive. And I I hated that. I'm not a really competitive person. I don't really believe in stepping on people to get ahead in life. That's just not the kind of person I am. And it would really hurt me when I would see it in, like, my department, because that's just not me. I even got ridiculed for it by my peers and my teachers, like, oh, you need to, like, step up. You need to be more aggressive. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm just not that kind of
3: person. Did you feel as though being aggressive is something that was required of you to succeed in this field?
10: Yeah, I did, and it, like, really bothered but me.
3: then I feel like... Alright, if everyone's saying, if everyone is saying you have to be an asshole, you have to be aggressive to succeed in this thing, I think you then stand out if you are not that thing. Like, I think that's kind of bullshit, honestly, that someone told you that you have to be aggressive or step on other people. Because if, if you do the opposite of what other people are doing, I actually think you'll stand out more. Yo. I think people are telling you that they might just have gotten burned or something, right? And they, you know, mm-hmm. if 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 everyone, I mean, it just perpetuates the myth, right? If everyone is under this idea that you have to be an asshole to succeed, that everyone's going to keep doing it until someone comes and they break the chain and they uh, stick to their goddamn core values, Rue. Yo. I, I, I think I think you should I think you should keep going. But I, I think you got to do it. You got to do it your way, Rue. You got to do it your way.
10: That that really resonated with me, man. <laughs> Thank you. That's Absolutely. I needed to hear that. I've I've Absolutely. really doubted my talents at times, and I've even wondered if I should even go back to college or just learn. On my own and start my own business or whatever, because I really want to be back F- and
3: start your own business instead of, of going to college the college is kind of a scam.
10: You're absolutely right. I agree mm-hmm. with you. And mm-hmm. God. Yeah. You know what? Like, fuck it, really. it, man. I, I've been wanting to, like, do my dream and, like, do stuff and, like, it. wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: That's. Yeah. Sign, thank you. <laughs> this is your sign real. Oh man. And when you become a, when you become a thing person in the fashion industry, I need you to uh knit me a new gecko costume because I I I have this problem where like, you know, if I if I want to keep doing this stream like in my own house, right? Like it's totally the All right, when I try to walk in the suit, I don't know how to explain mm-hmm. this, but like the tips are all flopped the, the tips are floppy. So when I try to walk, I like I end up stepping on the tips. So I need you to become right. a famous fashion designer person and help me out with that issue specifically. Yeah, no problem, man. I
10: actually, I've considered wanting to like make custom like fursuits and stuff. Cause like that business pays pretty decent money as a freelancer. So you can get clients. So We're like,
3: yo, I got you. <laughs> well, thank you so much for, for calling in Rue. I wish you the best of luck moving forward.
10: Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for just your time. You literally made my night. Like, I appreciate that so much.
3: Absolutely. You have a good rest of the night, Ruth. Thank you.
10: <laughs> you too. Bye. Therapy get goes on the line, making your phone calls every night. Therapy
5: get goes doing it right, you how to live your life. But he's not really
0: an expert. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medella, you put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, because you know the bigger the fight, the
6: better the reward. Madella, the mark of the fight. Crick responsibly. Beer reported by Crown Airport, Chicago, Illinois.